We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Six Man Show on Orlando Magic Podcast with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic Basketball. Five fans, four fans. Go Magic! What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Sixth Man Show. Today is August 4th, 2022. Jonathan Osborne here, as always, joined by my co-host, Luke Sylvia. Luke, what's going on, bro? Good, good. We uh, we were able to have a, a, a fun guest on, a guest we haven't had on, two guests, I should say, that we haven't had on. So excited for you guys to uh, be able to hear our, uh, not necessarily really an interview, I guess we'd ask some interview questions, but but yeah, just our, our time with, with Court Cousins and uh, get to hear from them. Always a fun time. Really great guys. So definitely we plugged them during uh, the time, but also go check them out for sure. Absolutely. You can find them on social media um, at Court Cousins, I believe. Listen to the whole interview. They give all their tags at the end. You can find them on YouTube. Make sure that you check those guys out. Appreciate them taking the chat, the time enjoying the show. The Peach and Kyle, again, thank you guys for joining the show. This week, kind of light on the Orlando Magic News, Luke, as we start to head deeper into the offseason here. Um, still about you know four or five weeks away from training camp, and then we'll start to get into preseason. But uh, this week, we got news that uh, the Orlando Magic shooting coach, Bruce Kreitzer, who's been with the Magic, I think, the last four or five seasons. I'm probably getting that incorrect. But uh, he is moving on to the Charlotte Hornets to uh, work with Coach Steve Clifford again. So, you know, Coach Cliff left not after this past season, but the season before that, after, you know, coaching the team for three seasons. And he's back with the Charlotte Hornets. So, uh, yeah, Bruce Kreitzer. Moving uh, back with Steve Clifford again. We'll see what the Magic decide to do in terms of hiring a shooting coach. So it'll be pretty interesting to see what happens there. And then we had Paolo playing at the crossover in Seattle last week. This weekend on Saturday, we're going to see Paolo in Tacoma, Washington at what's called Zeke End, which is Isaiah Thomas, the Celtics Isaiah Thomas, not the Pistons mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is going to be his Pro-Am event that is happening in Tacoma, Washington. That's going to be this Saturday. So, uh, yeah. I Are mean, they streaming it? They is the streamed, NBA going to do it? I don't know. That's what I was just about to say. They streamed the crossover. We'll see if they stream 
the Zeke end. I think there's going to be a few NBA guys there. I know Isaiah Thomas is going to play in it. Paolo is going to play in it. Do we know if Chet is going I back think, for more or what? I don't know. I know Jaden McDaniels is also playing in the Zeke end. You know, all of those kind of Seattle area guys. So we'll we'll see what happens. But looking forward to that. Just trying to think anything else. Not really much news, uh, but really quickly, we're going to go ahead and shout out Court Cousins again. Shout out Armin, Elite Tulo, Jonathan Borges, Magic Player History, Wiffle, Michael Salapong, Ryan Singh, The Distract, Pierre A, Dylan Holden, Mr. Mikey, Lil Penny, Drum, Danimal, Dutto15, Bobby Skinner, Nate Donnelly, Gotti93. You might be wondering why I shouted those folks out. If you are wondering... You can find out at patreon.com slash the sixth man show. We have three awesome tiers that you can select from uh, multiple, you know, various benefits in each one of those tiers. And in our hall of fame tier, we shout you out on every single episode, our all-star tier. You get a special thank you at the end of every single one of our podcasts on the YouTube version of that at the end of the YouTube video. So be sure to go ahead and check that out without further ado. We're going to get to our chat with the boys, the family boys, the court cousins. All right, Orlando Magic fans, it is a family affair this week. Uh, we have one of our favorite podcasts on with us. Uh, you know them as the Cousins, Court Cousins, Kyle and Peach. What's going on, fellas? Thanks for joining the show. Thanks for hey, having us. Thanks for having us. To Excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. First time on the show. Um, Kevin and myself had the, the pleasure of meeting you guys last year in Orlando. You guys came down for a couple of games when was that? Was that like November, December? It was January. actually January. January. Yeah, we came down for the Reddit night. We were able to right. watch the Lakers game and then the Bulls game. There were far too many Lakers fans in there. Uh, mm. We had Ugh. some some good banter back and forth, um, but our team didn't come through on that one. But there was a great night to be in the Bulls arena, seeing Jalen's dunk live. I mean, that place was electric. Yeah. It was a good time. Hoping that we go back. Uh, Migzor is organizing the Reddit night again. Yeah. We want to be back down in Orlando for a few games this this year as well. Yeah, Shout maybe out, I'm biased, Michael but I felt Orlando. like that was a I felt like that was a turning point for us. Like every some people were coming back and we got that win and it just felt like people had to take us seriously from almost that moment forward. Mm. Didn't mean they did, but they Right. Did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should have. <laughs> well, we were certainly uh certainly starting to get there, you know, towards the end of the season and then I think Jeff and John were like, all right, you know, we got to really lose these last few games. And uh, everything worked out the way that it was supposed to. You end up with the number one overall pick. I want to start with you, Peach. Obviously, you were team anyone but Chet. And uh, I I just want to ask, has your mind been changed at all from what you've seen out of Chet so far? No, not at all. He's... He's doing well now, now, which I kind of expect. I right. feel like he may have a couple of good seasons, but I feel like in the long haul, he's just not going to be able to keep up. I would think, you know, maybe seven years from now, we might be like, what was that guy's name that, that everybody <laughs> wanted us to draft? And I'll remember because somehow he's gotten linked to me. But I've always been pretty good at like seeing guys in drafts. Like I remember Bryant Reeves back in the day and being like, this guy's a bum. Uh, Aaron Gordon, like other guys that I've seen that have been like, oh, that guy's. He peaked in college. You know, he's not going to be as big as people think he is. It's just that we just started our podcast this year, so he's the only one. <laughs> Otherwise, there'd be another a longer list of guys that I haven't liked that ha- also haven't panned out. Right, right. Hey, really quickly, you know, for our listeners that maybe haven't heard of you guys, um, what inspired you guys to start your pod and then just kind of give us like the Court Cousins elevator pitch, if you will. Mm. 
I guess what inspired it is Peach has all been involved with podcasting. I mean, Peach had a local broadcast sports TV show back in Vermont back in the 90s, early 2000s. So he's been in the game for a while. We're cousins. We truly are cousins, court cousins, and we we share in our family a love of the Orlando Magic. So we we've all been wanting. We've both been wanting a creative outlet, and the podcast was is that for us? Uh, the the elevator pitch is we're cousins and doing a relatively good podcast on the Orlando Magic. Get it relatively? It's, good. it's a pun. Relatively. It's relatively, oh, relatively related. Good. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. our approach Both is more elevator pitches that hit you later. That's a fact. Yeah, our approach is more comedy, I guess. Uh, we do a lot of segment style. We definitely don't take ourselves too seriously. Uh, although right now we are in our business attire, as Chuma showed us that we should be doing. Mm. We've got the polos on because we're ready for business tonight, gentlemen. Oh, I love it. Incredible. I wanted to say, I. Uh, so, when did you guys start doing the podcast again? October, I think, okay. of 2021. Last but don't so, go watch those yeah. videos. Oh, oh, well, I did, <laughs> and I I watched them when I when at first you know, when you guys first started making them. I think maybe um, not too yeah. long after you. It was fairly early, and I watched the the first one that I watched was obviously like you said, like it's more of a, a comedy approach and like you know segments and things like that. And I remember watching it, and the first thing I did was DM you guys. I think I DM'd the just like the Court Cousins Twitter, and I just said, you know, you guys, you guys, if you guys continue doing what you're doing, like in this space where there's so many magic podcasts out there, if you're an up and coming podcast, you you have to do something different. And you guys did that. Like you guys have brought something to the magic community that wasn't here in the first place. And I think that like that obviously propels you guys you know up there just because we don't have that and you guys obviously have the ability to do it um the stuff you guys did i believe in your last episode um with like uh, i believe it was court type stuff like you guys were just doing bits and like putting faces like oh, yeah. animated like putting <laughs> oh, faces the guest people. Yeah. yeah yeah the guest <laughs> yeah. conferences um so so yeah no you guys you guys crush it really and and are really like perfecting your craft too it's been uh it's been awesome to see you guys continue to grow for sure um but all yeah i really yeah. appreciate you saying that then and now <laughs> and we kind of figured you know there's already so many guys out here doing it straight and and giving us good stuff like you guys and so many other podcasts mm-hmm. that we have to do something different otherwise you know we'll get lost in the shuffle and people will watch you guys and, yeah. and other shows before they get to us well so well like peach like peach is that. is good at scouting draft talent uh i like to think <laughs> that i was good at, at scouting the podcast <laughs> talent you guys you guys crush it for sure All right. <laughs> hey i don't think i'm too bad at, at, at scouting podcast talent myself Lo and behold, mm. you are sitting right here with us. I appreciate so, that. Yeah. Oh, give, give some credit where I, credit is due. I appreciate. This that. is nice. No, we're getting the six man bump right now. You guys have been <laughs> hey, on fire. You went on. Hey, like, we always pick always a side. Did. You went on with Kenny, dude. This is we're getting the real bump hey, right now. Go check out our I mean, channel, everybody. <laughs> oh, abs- hey, go check out. Or even Cousins. half of you, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, to to me, one of the coolest things is like we're all kind of like doing our own thing in our own ways, but. The fact that it really still is like a really tight knit community, like we were able to meet you guys, like you know, obviously we've met the Ozone guys, like you know, multiple amount of times. So like, there's enough space for everybody to kind of do their thing. And what I've learned about Magic fans is like they want more. Like if you Mm -hmm. put out more content, they are going to seek that out and consume that. So, um, you know, we're we're about to have everybody. 
a boatload more with the Bancaro train as we're skyrocketing to the Eastern Conference Finals, baby. Come on. <laughs> this year. This, this year. year yeah, as a matter go. of fact. <laughs> let, yeah, let me ask you guys about that. Obviously, you know, we've started to see the Pro-Am stuff. He played in the crossover last week. He's getting ready to play in Isaiah Thomas's tournament this weekend. Talking about Summer League, like, what are you guys' early opinions on Paolo? Me? All right. <laughs> uh, well, I, they're not much different than what I thought he was going to be to begin with. Um, I, I, it is interesting to see, like, in Duke's system, there were so many other pieces there. He wasn't the focal point. And so now we kind of got to see him as an actual, like, team leader and the guy who's going to be ball dominant, which is something he could be doing on our team. So it's good to see him out of that Duke system and out of that Duke jersey, too, um, <laughs> oh, and, and, and into something else. But he, you could tell he had the skills to be able to do it, but it was weird to watch him in college because you're like, I feel like this guy could give us more, but he's not. And, like, they're losing to North Carolina twice, and it's Coach K's last year. He should be playing inspired ball. And it's like – but there's so many talented guys on that team. All five of them get drafted in the first round that um, it's, it's t- right. it was tough for him to do what he does. And I think it's the same could be said for Chet, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, a compliment. It's those, uh... A compliment to Chet. All right. <laughs> Only on <laughs> your show. <laughs> Can't happen on Court Cousins' official episodes. Um, no, I – yeah, and that is the, the thing as far as, like, the systems go. We've talked about it so – much on the show already as i'm sure you guys have talked about but just the, the systems that you get into in, in college they really like there's guys that are built for college for that game and there's guys that are built for the nba right. um obviously luca garza uh, obviously both can be true <laughs> like you can be good at, in both but uh, but i think as far as like spacing things like that paulo obviously has been able to to benefit are you guys on the the side of Paolo should play like as much as he wants during this off season, or are you like, oh, I'd rather him not do that because you know he 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 could get hurt. Is that do you guys? Which way do you guys err? Do you guys just why want more would Paolo? you yeah. even say that as a I, possibility? It is just you knock on the wood right now, <laughs> like <laughs> unbelievable. No, well, bro. we can't have that defeat. We can't have that defeatist outlook. I prefer guys playing with other pros, uh, even and even amateurs, just getting some run. You know, I think you made the point the other day, Luke, maybe on pick a side, how we got to see a different side of Paulo in this pro-am. Just mm. Paulo as the complete takeover alpha. He knows he's playing with kind of a bunch of amateurs minus a couple other guys. So there's something to be said for it. I like the guys playing basketball, staying in shape. You know, injuries are going to happen, but as we all know in the Magic community, but I don't want to live my life you know, worried mm-hmm. about that and putting all of our guys in bubble wrap, you know, like Oklahoma City and Miami denying guys to go play in uh, Euro basket right now. I wouldn't want the Magic to do that with Franz and Moritz. You know, I'm happy that they're playing out there. That's I think there's something to be said about the franchise allowing <laughs> their players to do them too because we don't want to be that type of franchise, especially with younger kids that tries to constrain people. As a teacher, it never works. Yeah, I mean that can happen. Like just going back to you know Clay Thompson, you know tears his ACL in the finals, and then is like rehabbing, playing pickup, just trying to rehab, and tears his Achilles. So it can happen at any time, anywhere. I think um, Paige uh, Beckers for uh, yeah, UConn yeah. just tore her ACL playing pickup in the yep. summer. Like that's what happens. You can get hurt at any time. Don't put guys in a bubble wrap. 
But I can't lie. I do get very nervous every single time one of our guys hits the deck and doesn't pop right back up. Yeah. I'm like, it's an ACL. Fire the whole training staff. What are we doing? You know, I, I've just been hurt so many times the last three seasons by seeing guys, you know, go down with, you know, not always major injuries like an ACL, but, you know, it's a, an ankle, it's a wrist, it's a thumb, whatever the case is. Uh, this year, we're just hoping for a little bit more yeah, health. Uh, no, on an aside here, did you guys happen to see uh, Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills, during uh, camp the other day, what he did? That would so, be nope. Peach's domain. Uh, one particular, he does so many amazing things. <laughs> no, so so he, uh, I, I, th- I think like he barely got touched or something, but he just like hit the deck and and made his like whole basically made a bunch of bills fans like hold their breath because he just didn't get up like he just fell face first and then like his teammates got him up and he was clearly perfectly fine but it's those moments that uh that that make you just like everything rises and escalates in terms of like nerves and 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 like Jonathan said you know these guys are hitting the hitting the court in the off season anytime you see him hit the deck it's uh it's it's really unfortunate well, if we talk about like Cole Anthony specifically, every time Cole hits the floor, he just like lays all the way out, just like waiting for people to come pick him up. It's hilarious. Yeah, it is a little scary, but I want them to do basically whatever they want yeah. to do in the off season. I-, I wouldn't want them to just rest for three months and then expect to come back and play basketball at a high level. If this is what you do, do it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I want to ask you guys, I don't know if you've talked about this on your show. 
I feel like there are certain things that Luke and I have just talked about at nauseum at this point as we start making our way through the offseason. But what's the two of you, your take on the starting lineup? Like, what do you want to see opening night? We have had some very rigorous, healthy rigorous debate. Um, I was at first putting J.I. into my starting lineup, and then the Magic community attacked me and mm. came out with me. Oh, my gosh. At me. They will do that. They, <laughs> they will came do that, at yeah. me. Rightfully so, because... You know, the young man, Paulo Bancaro, I'm thinking, you know, he needs to earn it. You know, he needs to get his stripes. He needs a, a little a bit of humble pie, you know, coming in. We we don't want him to have his head not fit in the door and everything. And we also have an amazing squad, but it is kind of crazy to think that a number one pick would come off the bench. And I do think that I'm in error there. I think it's more likely with J.I. coming back from injury and the way that we know our team handles injuries that he's going to be coming off the bench. So Paulo will probably be in that 3-4 Franz playing the alternate position. I think however you mix them, whatever, they're both big wings. Um, Wendell at the five. I think Suggs at the two and Kel at the one. Mm. I mean, Suggs has had he he had an injury at the end of the uh, in this off season, right? He he had the ankle issue. He they got a got surgery on. So he's maybe he says he's a hundred percent, but him telling us that and our staff actually following through with that are two different things. So I would not be surprised to see, you know, Cole at the two. We see him working with the lethal shooter, getting that percentage up hopefully. Mm. We need him to have consistency throughout the whole year. He brings a little bit more to the to the table in terms of a shooter. If I had it my way though, it'd be Gary Harris in that too. Okay. Well, I, I, I Luke, Luke just wow. perked up. I know uh-huh. Luke's excited to talk about this. <laughs> That's, his That's his agenda. I just mm-hmm. wanted to slide that in for you, Luke. <laughs> Here it is. I the appreciate door is it. Open. <laughs> yeah, I don't disagree that that might not be a bad idea. I could see really almost. I hate to say this, but I feel like I could see almost everybody playing the two, except for like <laughs> Mo Bamba and Bo Ball. Like, I could see them somehow shifting people. I, I could see Franz somehow playing the two. But, like, to be honest, the one thing, the vision I see in my head for J.I. is he's definitely coming off the bench because the he's going to get a huge pop. Like, you know, when they bring when he signs into that game, just like mm-hmm. when Markel came back, it's going to be that same pop, right? Like, he's got to get that. They're not going to have him in the starting mm-hmm. lineup for that pop. But I just feel like, yeah, there's no way Paulo doesn't start. So part of the people that attacked Kyle were sitting across the table from him immediately because that seemed just absurd to me. <laughs> right. I-, I could see Cole or Suggs being the starting two on day one. I think if they're they're being gentle with, with Suggs, then maybe it's Cole because I feel like Cole's kind of a team leader and he should just he sh- should start. Mm. I think you just have to look as far as the way they handled Markel, like Kyle said. Even though we all knew he was the best guard on the team and should have, you know, should have been starting, could have been starting, bringing him off the bench just kind of bring him back easily, ease his way back into things. I think we'll see the same thing with Ji, and it just becomes like, oh, you know, we have the first overall pick, we got to start him, you know, so it makes it kind of easy to bring Ji off the bench. But yeah, I can't wait for that moment when he he finally checks back in. I mean, I, I hope that happens. You know, some people see, still think that we're never going to see him on the floor again. Yeah. And to this point, I'm like, all right, I kind of understand where you're coming sure. from, but we hope that that's not the case. I, I Luke, want... are you going to go off on Gary Harris now? Oh, uh, I I would love for <laughs> Gary Harris to get the start just for the fact that he's Gary Harris. Just stick him in that corner and let him hit the three, the best corner three Amen. shooter. It's so crazy, like, how disrespectful Luke got mm. with Gary Harris and, like, now just how much he is, like, the it Gary was, Harris it was a, guy. It's very it was a interesting. moment of, of 
No, 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 no. This weakness? is the same thing yeah. with Chuma. Mm-mm. No, I was against <laughs> okay. Chuma. Oh. I was against Chuma. Yeah. And it, I felt it was rightfully so. Was I or am. I, I still or I'm am. not like yeah. a huge Chuma fan by any means in that <gasps> regard, but I know, guests. They're wearing the collared shirts. What I are know, you doing? I know. It's very disrespectful to our guests. <laughs> Do we have to pop it? <laughs> what will please you? <laughs> uh, so, no, I felt that it was warranted for Chuma. Chuma was genuinely streaky. It was. It's in the stats. He he like he was shooting at a high volume where then he'd shoot you know, 0 for 6 from 3 the next game. Regardless, Gary Harris did have a miserable stretch where he was not shooting well there at the beginning and then picked it back up. How he ended up shooting 38% from 3 truly is a testament to how incredible he was in that latter half of the year. But, yes, that so all that to say, mm. I, I feel like I rightfully so. I was on the Gary Harris train, and then he just looked terrible. And he got then he got hot again, and I was like, all right, fine. Gary, I I was never far. I'm right here. So, well, uh, as a guy who lived flopper. in Boston, I understand <laughs> fair weather fans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that is that's that's fair. Yeah. But, but yeah, I'd like to see I Gary just in hope, there. Oh, sorry. No, no, I was just I just hope it. we're having this conversation about depth, about lineup. You know, we're talking about starting lineup. Really what we care most about is that ending lineup. You know, that that real core is how I'm interpreting the question. I hope we're having this at the turn of the year, at the all-star break, because then, kind of to the point that you made, Luke, on pick a side, that's a real good sign. Mm-hmm. If we're having the depth conversation about, oh, who should come off the bench, yeah. who should be starting, that means that J.I. has come back and is challenging guys in practice. Mm-hmm. He's looking real good to the point that we need to have that conversation. Yeah. Or Chuma's playing really well, or Gary's still knocking it down 50% from the freaking corner, and we're like, man, this guy needs minutes. Like Suggs is killing it, though, too. What do we, what do, we do? You know, That's the problem that... I That's think is what is really energizing me and a lot of other Magic fans is just the depth of the squad right now. What if we petition the NBA that mm-hmm. instead of five guys on the floor at a time, we move it to seven? Oh, okay, you know, like just seven, seven on seven. Get Ji in there. <laughs> get Gary Harris in there because you make a good point, Kyle. Like the end of games, of course, I'm going to want Jonathan Isaac out there, like defending the other guy's best guy. But I'm also going to want Franz Wagner. I'm going to want Jalen Suggs out there. You're going to want to put the ball in Paolo's hands. You're going to have Wendell running pick mm. and roll. You're going to have Markel facilitating that pick and roll. So, mm-hmm. people, we, so like you mentioned, we were on with, with Kenny Beecham and people in the comments, because I think the caption he used, like, do the Orlando Magic have like a top five core? And young people core. were like laughing in the comments, like, oh, yeah, yeah, young core. Excuse me. Yes, young core. People are laughing in the comments. I'm like, you, you are showing that you don't know what you're talking about with the Orlando they Magic. Don't know, yeah. <laughs> because you just start going down the roster, and, and we legitimately have, like, I don't know, seven or eight guys that I would be comfortable with starting at some point next yeah. year. So it's a good yeah. problem to have. Yeah. I, I want to uh, – it's court cousins are on, so, like, we, we have to do something different from our, our normal flow, Jonathan. I, I want to play uh, basically a superlative game, uh, most likely two. Okay. Uh, and right. it's nothing overly creative. It is not court cousins level, but I thought about it today and I was like, I want to do something different. So what we'll do is I'm going to list a stat line and it's going to be from a single game. Okay. And we're going to all chime in on who we believe is most likely to put up that stat line in a game. Okay. There's going to be some good ones. There's, like there's going to be some ridiculous ones <laughs> and there'll be, you know, your, your, your average ones, I all guess right. you would say. So the first one I want to kick it off with 
is the stat line of 25 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists. Who, in a, in a single, single game, game, this isn't an average. They just it, they, it happens one game. Who is the first player or who is the mm. most likely on this roster that you'd say, you know, I, I think that that's who would, who would get that stat line. So 25, 10, and 8, essentially. Ooh. <laughs> I think it's Morris Wagner. Oh, Wagner. All right. All right. I, I like that. see that pull. He put up some gaudy numbers in some mm-hmm. games this year. He did. He's going to be on this list. Eight assists, though? You think <laughs> Mo dishes eight dimes? I'm hoping that he's picking obscure ones and he's trying to get us. <laughs> I don't know. I was originally thinking Franz because that eight assists, 10 rebounds is a little much for Franz, but here's definitely games that he got that. I'm going to go with WCJ, though. I'm going to go with Wendell on a game that he had a higher assist because in the mm-hmm. post, you know, making yeah. some nice dishes and people falling through. I'm going to go with WCJ. And I'm going to I'm going to go Paolo. Guess, yeah. I'm I'm going to I'm not going to overthink it. <laughs> We've seen all right, guys, I'm not leaving me with we've a seen, ton of options We've seen the here. vision. Right. We've seen that we obviously know he can grab rebounds, and he's ball dominant. Uh, I think Paolo is the safe choice here. And uh, Jonathan? All right, I'm going to go maybe uh, a little underrated. I'm going to go Cole Anthony on this one. Ooh. Obviously, the 25 points, we know he can do that. He's a great guard rebounder, especially yeah. at his size. Absolutely. And we know he's got the ability to drop eight dimes in a game. So, the rebounds, you know, might be a little bit difficult for him to get. You know, we saw him get, you know, seven or eight on a on a somewhat regular basis last year. But I do think that he could get to that 10, 25, right. 10, and 8. So we're Cole Anthony. See, I thought you were giving us a quiz with a oh, stat line from a that's game last it, year. And we have- oh, this is, no. This is a, yeah. Oh, no. This, <laughs> this, is, this year going forward. Oh, so that's on me. I would okay. not pick Morris Wagner oh, wow. for that. I, I, mean, Luke I don't think he's going to really, play that much. You know, I haven't the really rules, talked you know, through like, this very like much, as you guys can tell. Wow, we just did a trivia thing with No, no, not trivia. Superlative, for sure. Like, most likely, too. But So now that we've got the gist of it here, we'll wrap up shortly. But I want to put this one in there. I'm going to go with a two points, three rebounds, and zero assists. Who is it? Why Who are is we it? doing this? This Who is disrespectful. No, I'm just saying you can make up the scenario in your head. <laughs> two points, three rebounds, zero assists. I, I mean, rebounds, we all know it's Mo Bamba. Like, what the That's... hell are we doing? It's Mo Bamba, Oh, guys. come on. <laughs> Heck Heck no. No. Kyle, oh, I... come on, bro. You can't see, yeah. you can't see an 0 for 5 night from beyond the, right, the arc. I mean... For being a pretty uh, much a seven footer, oh, the guy rebounds no. like yeah, like me. <laughs> like what? He, uh, I'm, sorry, I'm gonna say that in this. You, this honestly, Kyle, I was going Mo Bamba as well. I was going Mo Bamba, and I'm saying Y'all in this scenario though, it's because he fouls wow. out, and that's where where I'm going. Uh, most likely too, he's gonna foul out, and that's gonna be his ending stat line there. So that's okay. That's where I'm at. So, somewhere, somewhere, Steve Clifford is smiling. <laughs> Hey, if Mo's coming off the bench for us, I want him playing defense at a level where he's not worried uh-huh. about getting fu- the, all uh-huh. those fouls. Uh-huh. So bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Peace? Who do you think? Are you going Mo? I, I would think I would think Bull Bull, to be honest. That's fair. Okay. Like, I, I would I could see him coming in, getting a put back and getting three rebounds in garbage uh-huh. time. Like I don't think like it. a place for him. I don't know. Respectfully, I'm gonna go Devin Kennedy. Just see okay. him coming off the bench, perhaps in garbage Reboards? time. You know, maybe making a layup, dishing mm-hmm. out, you know, well, you said zero assists. So, you know, grabbing a few boards, getting out in transition when we're up, you know, 30 on like the Milwaukee Bucks or something crazy like that. You know, why not? 
in this hypothetical universe that we're talking about. Speak that. Yeah, existence. maybe a little uh, Devin Kennedy action. But I like the I like the bull bull. I think that would be yeah, my pick. That's a good one in but hindsight for so sure. So that I, I, I'm not a, a copycat. I'll go. Uh, I'll go Devin Kennedy because okay. I don't see anyone else on this roster like not putting up at least some numbers like our regular rotation yeah. guys. Maybe if you had to pick a guy in the rotation, well, you guys already said Mobamba. Aside from that, I don't know. Maybe R.J. Hampton, yeah. but that's another guy. I know we're getting ready to wrap mm-hmm. up here, but that's another guy that I don't really know what his role looks like this year, especially if we're not moving Terrence Ross before the season starts. You want him to have some kind of trade value? Yeah. You know? All right, fellas, that is going to do it for us here with the Court Cousins. Appreciate you guys joining the show. Before you leave us, please tell the folks where they can find you and they can find all your content. You can find us on anywhere you listen or watch. YouTube is a great place to check us out. We do all of our clips there. But if you listen on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever, we're there. Awesome. Yeah, courtcousins.com has all of our links. Um, and you can catch me by the cave being the father <laughs> of dragons. Love that. Thank you guys so much for joining the show. Let's do this again soon. <laughs> Please. Thanks, guys. Indeed. Peace. Thanks, guys. Thanks all for right, having guys. All right, that was our chat with Court Cousins. Again, shout out to the Peach, to Kyle for joining the show. That was a lot of fun. Had some technical difficulties. We had to cut that a little bit shorter than we wanted to, but we're going to bring those guys back pretty soon. Maybe sometime you know, in the regular season, just chop it up with them again. But big thanks to those guys. It was a lot of fun, Luke. Yeah, yeah. Like I said uh, at the front end here, we... Did uh, you just swallow a frog? What's I going think on so. Here? I had to cough. My, I just got... I, don't, I drink all my water. Unbelievable. Your Wi-Fi uh, is going down. All, are you dying? I, I think so. I think so. Um, this is it. But, um, but the last thing I'll say is, uh, once again, check them out. Genuinely one of like the just more unique like podcasts, way more unique than us. That's for sure. They, the stuff they do, man, is, is crazy. I can't imagine what, like, they essentially probably need production meetings to, to go through. Well, they live together. So I'm sure they're like, like he, one of them's like yeah. slamming a bowl of honeycombs. Like, hey, what do you think about this tonight? He's like, you know what? I I, I like that. I like that. Maybe like it's not it. honeycombs. I don't know what their uh, cereal of choice mm-hmm. is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And and knowing them and how good their segments are, I don't think it's the day of either. I think it's you know, I think that they're oh, just yeah. like constantly. Got, you think they have a, a whiteboard? And they have a whiteboard and they just write that stuff down? Uh, maybe they, they just walk they by. They have some kind there. of documentation. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, Kyle's yeah. a teacher, so maybe he's got like his composition notebook. You know, he's right. always making notes in. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mm-hmm. really know. Yeah. Uh, but thanks to those guys for joining the show. Uh, yeah, check out. Keep your eyes open for the weekend. See if that's going to be streamed or not. Um, but really appreciate the court cousins for joining. Appreciate you guys for listening. For Luke Sylvia, this has been Jonathan Osborne. You guys have been listening to the Six Man Show. We will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Sixth Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps out the show a lot. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Sixth Man Show. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic! Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. 
That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.